0: You're listening to the DCAU Review, hosted by Cal and Liam. Streaming on iTunes and at Facebook.com slash DCAU Review.
1: Now, here's today's episode.
0: Welcome, everybody, to episode number 22 of the DCAU Review. That's right, 2-2 today. And it's not a two-faced story that we're talking about today. No, but it is a great one. Uh, I'm your host, Cal. Along with me, as always, my brother, friend, and co-host. Also, the DCAU Twitter guru... That's right, it's Liam Liam, welcome to episode 22 of the DCAU review. Uh,
1: yeah we're this is an exciting one for us. when it's been on the horizon for a few weeks now that we've been recording these when we got back into Batman, mm-hmm. we knew it was coming up. you're always curious Will the great ones, you know we've been kind of surprised by certain episodes of Batman and Superman. Uh, kind of going back to them and liking them a bit more than we remembered. Or less. Or less. But the ones that you remember loving, you're always a little concerned. And maybe part of that is my PTSD from Brave New Metropolis. (laughs) But uh, going back to ones that you know are great. And obviously, we're talking about Heart of Ice, everybody, by the way. Uh, It's an Emmy Award winning story written by Paul Dini. It's an episode everybody who's ever seen this show knows about they know how important it was completely changed the mr freeze character it was completely unique to anything that's ever been done in superhero animation up to that point Certainly. it's incredible
0: yeah yeah lamb we are very excited about this episode uh it is going to be awesome uh and here's the thing I am a bit of a contrarian, okay? Naturally, sure. I tend to think what's popular, you know, it, there's a term for that. They call them hipsters, you know. <laughs> I liked things before they were cool or whatever. But also, the contrarian in me, this episode is consistently number one or number two on most people's lists of the Batman animated yeah. series. If you go back and look at a lot of the ones, uh, the reviews from last year when it was the 25th anniversary – Heart of Ice was either one or two on most lists. So part of me going into this episode, I was like, "All right, well, I got to look through this through through really critical eyes and point out. I'm going to point out all the flaws. I'm going to I'm going to prove that this is not <laughs> not even top five. Like maybe top <laughs> ten, but there's some no. It, this, as we'll soon discover, is is a phenomenal piece of art. Yeah. It is what it is. It is done so incredibly well. Kudos to Paul Dini, man. That guy, man. If that guy just could not write, he wrote this entire episode. Yep. It was directed by Bruce Timm, but man, that guy. What a what a skill to be able to take this character of Mister Freeze, who was he was a joke in the sixties. Batman, you know, he was. uh, What did you say before we went on the air? He was Firefly with ice, basically. Yeah, he's that that level of guy. He was, you know, he was like B, C, D list. list. Yeah. and he, there were a couple different incarnations of him in the comics, but nothing that ever kind of uh, – this this really elevated his place in the Rogues Gallery to the point of even uh, they took this version of his storyline and say what you want about Batman and Robin being not the <laughs> – upper echelon of batman live action movies but they adapted they liked his his origin story so much in this that they adopted it into that movie as well so that kind of yes. became canon uh, in the comics or his origin story so let's jump into plot because i'm super excited to get into this lamb um this is going to be a landmark episode we're just going to absolutely going to share that with the listeners is this is fantastic so we talked a little bit the plot revolves around victor freeze and w- when you start the episode it it's just fantastic so the, the we notice the title card itself is animated usually they're painted this title card is animated it's got the the, the text overlay and then slowly pans down into this uh, figure which you soon learn is a snow globe uh, and then you know freezes narrating talking to the snow globe, and then they pan to him, and I'm getting into visuals and animation already, but I'm, I'm just so excited about this episode. The whole package it's, it's uh, so great. we'll get
1: to is, uh, is pretty great. Alright, go back to the plot. I can't even talk about fine. it. That's fine. It's a plot. Uh, it, it's tremendous. Uh, I gave it 10 out of 10. Um, yes! There's a sound effect for it. Uh, it's tremendous. It's uh, In some ways it's kind of simple. It's a man who was wronged in a unbelievably violent way by this corporate entity they start the episode after uh, sort of the uh, no pun intended cold open with Mr. Freeze <laughs> BOOM! <laughs> <And> First <time. laughs> ice pun of the day yes and uh, it goes It goes to this news report about like uh, this guy Ferris Boyle uh, who is like he's getting he's this great uh, CEO of this company Goth Corp and they're the people's company is their, is their tagline <laughs>
0: We learn later on that he's he's earning a uh, humanitarian award for all yes. his humanitarian efforts, and you can tell there's an interaction between him and Bruce. Bruce sees right through the, the BS. Yeah, that's a
1: nice little bit that I don't think a lot of people remember, but that, like, this guy Boyle, which also adds to you being able to empathize with Mr. Freeze's uh, plight when you find out later that Boyle basically killed his wife, or tried to, right. Um did not care enough because all he cared about was money. And yep. his, Freeze's research was costing him money. It wasn't making him any money. So he demanded he pull the plug on it right that second. And it it, uh, it appears at this point in the series that that it killed Nora Freeze. And
0: created Victor Freeze and, to right, be Mr. Freeze.
1: Exactly. So this, this one man's selfish greed, while on the other side he's per, uh, portraying himself to be this great... He's the good billionaire. Yeah. You know, he's...
0: That doesn't ring true. Yeah, that's sort of there. <laughs> <laughs> that that yeah, there's a day. little bit of real world. Uh, <laughs> you
1: know some you know some of these plot points are, uh, are evergreen, <laughs> but uh, yes. So there's so you add that layer of this guy who has this public persona. He's he's very popular. He's very well liked in the community. He's giving nice speeches. You mentioned getting this humanitarian award, where Freeze finally confronts him near the end of the episode. So you you already, like, you hate the guy, mm-hmm. but you also understand that murder isn't how that should happen. Sure. And there's a talk at the end of the difference between vengeance and justice that mm-hmm. uh, Batman notes. It's so... Oh, um, which is incredibly <sighs> poignant. That's a, That's a great Batman moment, too, mm-hmm. because so much of Batman is... Fueled by vengeance in his own way, but he has certain lines that he refuses to cross. The
0: balance of justice being there is what... Correct. What evens the character... It makes the character different from the Punisher. Absolutely. Or Red Hood, or any of those other other characters in the comics that don't have that limit.
1: Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, like I said, I gave plot 10 out of 10. Uh, It's tremendous. It's a revenge story, but it's anything but simple. Mm -hmm. But all of the motivations are very easy to understand. You understand why Batman has to stop this guy, even though he knows that, like, the guy has it coming. Right. But he knows he can't let Mr. Freeze do it.
0: Absolutely. And as we already mentioned, this is an Emmy Award-winning episode. Everybody loves this episode, so we're not we're not really doing anything other than rehashing what people <laughs> have already probably said about this for 26 years. Uh, but the ability, and we talk about it, constantly on on this podcast but the ability to uh to market yourself as a children's cartoon but still not not cut one audience out so you know that there are adults watching this like last, with last week's episode i've got batman in my basement completely and totally geared towards children absolutely you kind of alienate your adult that's why we didn't like it i mean it was fine right we didn't hate it but it just wasn't It was fine. But this, this is an episode, like you said, it is written to the point where it is very simple. It is a guy who is trying to get revenge on somebody. He's also a bad guy. He's stealing items. Batman has a couple interactions with him. But it's layered to the point where as an adult, you can see that. It's like, man, maybe, yeah, he shouldn't be stealing this equipment. And maybe he shouldn't be killing this guy right but man can i relate to that guy and when you're a child you're like oh batman gets to beat up mr freeze oh right and mr freeze turned bad like maybe you don't you miss that particular plot point but it's so layered layered so deep um liam i gave i also gave this 10 out of 10 yeah awesome all right uh so uh, it, anything else I don't. i don't think there was anything else just man just it's it's a perfect. It's it,
1: yeah. As far as again as the story goes, I mean you can't say much higher than it won an Emmy. But it's it's some of Paul Dini's finest work. Obviously he has tons of episodes under mm-hmm. his belt. Uh, he was part of the story for for Mask of the Phantasm, which of course if you've listened back, uh, if you haven't go back and listen to it. I think it's episode eight. It is. And uh, but uh, he was obviously part of the team that wrote that as well. So he's, he's a legend. He's a yep. Mount. Ru- he's the Mount Rushmore for yep. the DCAU and. Uh, he it this is him at his best it's him understanding who batman is while also just oh by the way redefining a character like mr freeze yeah for an entire forever yeah like forever, forever his fingerprints will be on mr freeze
0: absolutely all right uh let's move on to music liam i gotta tell you uh, Mr. Freeze's theme song. When you would think of a villain like Mr. Freeze, it would be hard. Or I think it would be easy rather to give him a, a heavy rock theme or something because he's this robotic sort of uh, you know villain. He talks mm-hmm. about how his his suit gives his circuitry gives him three times the strength, and he talks with a robotic sound effect to his voice. But in order to make this character relatable and show empathy towards him. They give him this soft, like, I don't know if it's xylophone, or it's like triangle, or something yeah. that they use. Light but it's strings. Very light strings, very, some some dings here and there, some be- I think maybe they're bells. Mm. But whatever they're playing, I'm not a musician, what do I know? I'm not a classical trained <laughs> musician, but it's done so well that it gives you that feeling of, oh, this guy's it's a tragedy. It's a tra- This guy's life is a tragedy. All he wanted to do was to fix his wife to heal help heal his wife or to give her a chance to live even if he wasn't going to be able to heal or to give her the chance to live and it's been ripped away from him
1: and i think that comes from the advantages we talked about of the production value that went into the show to work with uh shirley walker and like these episodes the scores were recorded with a live orchestra Mm -hmm. which i don't think happened a lot in animation in general yeah, you think uh, they were
0: doing that for the Amazing Spider-Man right show? Oh, like, get the heck out! Of <laughs> right,
1: here. so uh, it's it's just it's so the that's again the strengths of that and her b- and Shirley being very hands on with the creation of the music for this show and this obviously being a passion project for her as well as the normal creators. It's 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 definitely one of the, the shining moments there. I went eight out of ten for music personally. It's not uh, it. I thought it could have used a little extra in a few spots. Not but nothing. Uh, nothing too bad, obviously. I thought it was still very tremendous. There's a chase scene at the beginning where Batman's chasing mr freeze in the batmobile that there's a lot of nice music that adds to that and certainly as you mentioned the mr freeze theme as as well as some of the the music during the the final fight there i think is really is really well done and of course you get a little bit of the the classic batman theme which is always welcome when it's uh when it's used correctly and, and this is an example of that so yeah i went eight out of ten what about you
0: i i gave it 10 out of 10 liam wow yes that's, that's right. Uh, yeah, I I think that there's a you mentioned I think the chase scene um, where uh, Batman's initially pursuing pursuing yeah. them after uh, they break into GothCorp uh, in the second scene and that's that's tremendous that it we'll get into visuals in a second about that scene there's some great visuals in that scene too but the music that accompanies it goes really well with it and uh, like I said the 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 fact that they chose to give him this tragic type theme as a villain you know you have it helps it helps create the aura of that that character it helps create that extra give you that extra punch to the gut like oh this guy it's not he's not he's not the joker he's not out there because he's crazy and wants wants chaos he's not poison ivy who is is insane because you know her plants died you know he's all all this guy wanted to do is save his wife first thing
1: he said is to batman when he first confronts him as he's trying to steal chemicals is this is a mission of vengeance this is a personal vendetta this doesn't have he basically offers batman a chance to just walk away
0: right this is a personal vendetta it doesn't concern you it's my concern now because he's not—he—he's stealing these parts so that he can create this weapon in order to kill Boyle at, at this humanitarian award. Correct, and that's that's the whole plot of the of the of the episode. But really good. So ten out of ten for that one. All right, and let's move on to uh, let's move on to voice acting. Uh, we'll do that one next. Um, so, I gave voice acting. Ten out of ten. Uh, now I will say say this though. Yes, love that sound effect. <laughs> um, I will say this though. We talk. Uh, wh- well, why don't you why don't you tell our our fine listeners at home our key players in today's uh, voice acting?
1: Well, of course we have Kef- Kevin Conroy's Batman. We have mm-hmm. Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. A minor role as Alfred, but some so some pretty good, some pretty great lines. Uh, a couple snarky. Yes, just a reminder that he's still basically Batman's dad, and right. it doesn't matter if you're Batman, you're still you're still gonna deal with my
0: snark. Also a little bit of bat mom too with the chicken noodle soup. Correct. So, which which is a major plot point in the yes. at the end of the episode, which is a little Okay, that's a little silly. That's how he beats him. But he's Batman, so he's very right. resourceful.
1: And there's there's your lesson for the kids if <laughs> if revenge and murder and corporate corporate espionage is too much to teach the kids, at least you know. Chicken soup's good for a cold right. at the, end of the-, <laughs> the only way to be. But, uh, of course, as, as far as our, our other cast, we have Michael and Ansara. Our first, obviously his first appearance is Mr. Freeze in the series. Uh, does tremendous work. Uh, it would be really easy because the character is supposed to be emotionless to make that boring, and it's not. It never is. And obviously there's a, there's a, a bit of an added effect to his voice, but, uh, I thought he did a tremendous job, but it, and of course the probably the biggest and maybe the most memorable part of the voice acting though is a guy named. Let me see if I'm pronouncing this right. Mark Hamill. Oh, Mark Hamill. Mark <laughs> Hamill voices Ferris. Ferris Boyle. You
0: almost said Bueller. I almost, I almost said it. that before too. Ferris Boyle.
1: <laughs> and in this episode, the the sleazy GothCorp uh, CEO is. I think most people who listen to this probably know the story, but they had a different uh, actor cast for the Joker originally, So they and they basically at the very last minute got after Hamill had come in to record for for Heart of Ice, figured out this guy's too good to not use on a regular basis, and decided to re-record those early episodes with his voice as, in the Joker's place. But
0: Yeah, I, I feel like, and we talked a little bit about this before we went on, but it's a little distracting... Because he's so... Cl- you can't... I think you put it put it perfectly. You can't go back and unhear... And even, even watching this in 1992, the Joker episode came on first. Yes. There's been th- three Joker episodes already and Mask of the Phantasm we've, that we've watched. Yeah. But three that have... That and World's Finest. And World's Finest, right. So you, he is the Joker. And while he isn't completely and totally Joker here, the scene where... Uh, Victor Freeze's turns in; it gets turned into Mister Freeze when Boyle breaks in and pulls the plug on things. There's a little bit of Joker that comes out, and you can see where they were like, "Oh gosh, this would be a this would be a guy should be a guy that we have in here all the time because he's yeah. he's he's subtly like sneakily evil." And then, of course, I'm sure they heard his laugh, and then yeah, they were sold on it. But re- regardless, it, it's a little distracting. But when you're looking at the performance itself, as this sleazy billionaire uh, that is, you know, two-faced, if you will. Yeah, it works works really well. He does a great performance. So that's why my, my score was 10 out of 10. Did you give your score?
1: I don't believe I have. My score, also 10 out of 10. Wow.
0: Well, Liam, for those keeping track at home now, that is our fifth 10 out of 10 between the two of us. So we both had 10 out of 10 for plot. I had 10 out of 10 for music. We both had 10 out of 10 for voice acting. We're headed towards the highest rated, I think episode yet.
1: We're in that, we're in that rarefied air.
0: And it's funny. So just a peek behind the curtain, if you will, we had discussed as to whether or not we would double up this week and do two episodes because we didn't think we were going to have enough material to cover for, (laughs) I've got Batman in my basement. Um, but we both, we both settled and said, you know what? Heart of ice deserves its own episode. It's going to be good. Uh, wow is all i can say
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> good good choice by us good, we'll, we'll pat ourselves on the back for that high
0: fives to ourselves all right Liam, let's move on to our final category which is animation and visuals uh so i would love to hear your take on this um because i think you've got some good stuff uh that you took home so let's uh let's let's talk a little bit about your animation your visuals
1: uh yeah so i gave animation and visuals 10 out of 10 wow oh uh bag. yeah and it's it's a tremendous episode from the start of the episode mr freeze is as you mentioned holding the snow globe uh when we first see mr freeze he's kind of in shadow it's uh, very much a max fleischer superman it's a pained, where he's yeah. he's he's mm-hmm. painted in the background and just his mouth is animated and at the very end of the scene his eyes open you see the you know the glow of his red goggles
0: such a great visual it's
1: tremendous uh from there Batman looks awesome in this episode. He does, and we mentioned it's. Uh, we mentioned in the past. There's sort of a little bit of an off-model Batman, depending on I guess who the storyboard artist was. Where the ears are a little longer and swoop back, and uh, the nose of the cowl can can be point can be drooping down a little bit more. But and you kind of have that a little bit in this episode. But for whatever reason, it doesn't seem as it's not as dramatic as I think Correct. it is in certain other episodes. Um, so. I, I thought it was... Uh, I thought Batman looks cool. There's a lot of cool things Batman does in this episode from, uh, you know, diving through this, you know, diving off the top of these, these giant... Uh, uh, batteries or whatever they are for the big weapon onto the guys. This is our first uh, appearance, I believe, of the no-look punch to the thug behind you who's about to hit him.
0: A Batman classic. Yes,
1: that uh, you'll see quite a few times throughout the uh, the DCAU. But uh, I think even I think even Terry gets to do that once or twice in Batman Beyond. Sure,
0: yeah. It's, um, it's a rite of passage.
1: Correct. So uh, it's that you get a lot of cool Batman stuff. You also have the, the effects of the freeze ray itself. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think so. That scene, that chase scene that we that we mentioned, uh, it's it's a it's a car chase. So you don't have a lot of car chases that I remember specifically. There's a motorcycle chase in one of the Two Face episodes, I yeah. believe. Um, there's uh, there's some motorcycle and car chases, I'm sure, in other episodes. None that stick out to. In, Stuck out to me, maybe in the mechanic. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> a lot, I feel like there were a lot more in, in the new Batman Adventures than there were. Or, yeah. Than there are, than there were in the old, old animated series. But there's a great car chase, and that's animated very well. That alone could have been animated well. But then Freeze himself freezes the ground, and you get this effect of the the Batmobile sliding on it, and the ice is sparkling. Yeah. And then it, it's and it's sliding around. It's it's just great and like you said it, it's the freeze it's animated and then it then once it freezes it's kind of the painted background look yeah, on things. yeah it's very
1: seamless it doesn't feel jarring mm mm-hmm.
0: mhm yeah I, I think i think uh yeah so now
1: so i guess i have to ask you we've talked about my score what is your score for visuals so my Kyle?
0: score for visuals and animation is 9 out of 10 Ugh. oh and the reason why, and actually you reminded me of this before we started the episode, uh, but so going into the episode, the animation, there's two scenes, maybe th- I think there's three scenes, three scenes where Batman's bat symbol is reversed colored like they Mm. did used to do back in the super friends yes
1: that happened like three times an episode in super friends oh
0: and it's so distracting the bat itself is yellow and the the area around it is black and it's just it's just like come on guys like right ah come on I mean, it—it it
1: obviously was must have been like a, a thing they noticed too late to fix because it's so obvious when you see it.
0: Right? It's 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 bad. It's really bad, but that so that that's the only thing. Very nitpicky, but I, I figured I had to be because it is it, not perfect because of those three little hiccups. They're definitely noticeable. They're noticeable to me, so that's why I did not give this a perfect score. My only non-perfect score for this episode, it is... Uh, nine out of ten. So
1: I will say one more thing for sure. visuals before we move on. Oh uh, yeah, me too. Actually, go ahead. Uh, there's a shot at the end as Batman uh, smashes the chicken soup thermos onto Mister Freeze's dome and uh-huh. cracks it, where Mister Freeze is just slowly crawling towards oh, yeah. Boyle mm-hmm. and is reaching out and he's, uh, which is what I mentioned earlier when he starts you know talking about vengeance and Batman says no, this will be justice. Yep. Um, but the image of him, like the he knows he's beaten, but he's got to still try to just choke the life out of that guy who ruined his life and killed his wife. It's right. such
0: great imagery. Absolutely, I, I, that's that is my my visual uh, image that I wanted to. There's a scene; it's the first encounter between Batman and Freeze at GothCorp, where uh, Batman jumps down and he yells freeze <laughs> 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 and and mr freeze goes that's mr freeze to you so so funny and it's it's a little corny but like you pointed out that would be in a comic book but it didn't it didn't feel corny it no. felt, felt legitimate but batman pulls out a batarang and he throws it and they follow the batarang end over end and then freeze shoots the freeze gun and it freezes it and it just stops it kind of in midair floats and then just d- and like you see it break on the ground yeah, yeah. it's so good that great was great su- point such a great visual um, but yeah. So, uh, yeah, if only they hadn't done that reverse bat signal one times, <laughs> would have been it would've been 40 out of 40. But, but wait. Liam, do you hear that sound? I do. That sound means that somebody, at least one of us has a bonus point. So Liam, let me go to you first. So right now, let's total up the score before we go to bonus points. So your score before we go to bonus points is 38 out of 40. Yes. Okay. All right, and mine is 39 out of 40 correct all right so it's kind of like the price is right where somebody bids the exact <laughs> bid. we got to figure out did somebody get the perfect bid here yeah so let's find out Liam. let's hear your bonus point
1: uh surprise surprise i have got two bonus what?
0: points this week. <laughs> two bonus points
1: that's correct i have one for the as i mentioned it very briefly the voice effect the sound effect on mr freezes voice mm-hmm. it's very robotic it's very uh, it feels very sci- like old yes. sci-fi to me
0: mm-hmm. it would move me to tears if i still had tears to shed <laughs> tonight i mean to pay back the man who ruined my life our lives
1: even if you have to kill everyone in the building to do it think of it batman to never again walk on a summer's day with a hot wind in your face and a warm hand to
0: hold. Oh, yes, I'd kill for that.
1: But it adds another layer to what would already be a very good performance, as I mentioned, by Michael and Sara, as just it adds that uh, another layer to that the cold, lifeless, the the, ap- the lack of emotion in his voice you know the only it just it's so perfect for that character and again you could take it away and it would still be real good but that that to me again like i said with some of the things with music that's what set this apart. We talked about that before in earlier episodes, but this is what set these cartoons apart yeah. from any other animation, superhero animation there's ever been, was those little extra details. Absolutely. Uh, so that was my one of my bonus points. My second bonus point... Whoa, we,
0: we brought in the old bonus point sound effect for the second one. Whoa. <laughs> uh,
1: is, I haven't talked about it much the last few weeks, even though I promised I would.
0: Here it comes. Hashtag Kate
1: movement. We're back, baby. That's right. Uh, A lot... Batman looks... Awesome in this episode. I mentioned yeah. that in visuals, but specifically, his cape looks <laughs> awesome in this episode. There's a shot after the car chase; he jumps out of it. The, he throws the cape off of his shoulders. <laughs> he looks awesome. There's a scene later where he's going into the records room at GothCorp, and he's just walking casually, and he grabs the cape in his arm and swoops it over himself. I know we had awesome. to watch that one twice. Yes, and then the scene where he jumps down from the top of the the batteries or whatever, the top of the weapon right. to jump down onto a. A Mr. Uh, one of Mr. Freeze's henchmen He throws the cape wide and jumps down Almost looks like the shot from the opening Oh uh, yes Where he just throws the cape and jumps like hands first onto the guy But Batman looks awesome Hashtag cape movement back with a vengeance There we go That uh, We'll talk about final scores in just a second here yes. But before we talk about final scores Cal do you have any bonus points
0: this week? That sound says yes I do have bonus points Oh my point gosh week. Oh my goodness I only have one that's right. One bonus point. Um, my bonus point... So initially, before we went on the air, my bonus point was just going to be talking about how great uh, Paul Dini did in turning Mr. Freeze uh, into a character that is legitimate. So sure. I think So this, this bonus point is split into halves. Half of it goes to Paul Dini for being able to take this C-list, D-list character of Mr. Freeze uh, who is kind of a joke or an afterthought and doing everything that we talked about already on this episode, making him just awesome. Like just very cool. If you would say, Oh, another pun. Um, but taking this guy and making him empathetic, being able to empathize with this guy, feeling, you know, feeling, feeling bad for this guy, being able to relate to this guy.
1: And we kind of talked about this off the air. You don't ever really feel bad for the Joker. No, no, not at all. You don't, there's certain characters you do, like uh, Clayface sure. or Harley Quinn to an extent, or somebody like that. But there's plenty of Batman villains who are just kind of like, seem like lost causes, like the Riddler yep. or the Joker. Mm-hmm. And so to have one that is so inherently part of the story it's not even like oh we know he's a bad guy and later we find out because they chose to make this his origin episode we've mentioned a lot of the characters when the villains show up they don't do origins for him. when the penguin shows up he's already the penguin the joker shows up he's already the joker so doing that little extra bit To explain right out of the gate who this guy is and why his motivations are pure. Absolutely. I think that's bonus point worthy. Yeah,
0: so that's half of my bonus point. Okay. My other half goes to, and we would be remiss not to mention it, but all of the nods, and we talked about Mr. Mark Hamill being in this episode as as Mr. Ferris Boyle, but all of the nods to my favorite Star Wars movie of all time and that is the Empire Strikes Back um, there is a slight reference to the back to tank uh, that I'm, I'm showing my nerd here <laughs> uh, but the tank that on Hoth that Luke has put into to kind of help his healing Batman puts the villain that gets uh, or freezes hench henchman that uh, gets his legs frozen into a, a similar looking tank um, there's also of course the the voice modulator that mr. freeze yes. represents very cold and and, and, pun, sorry, pun intended, <laughs> cold. Uh, very cold and, and uh, robotic, much like the uh, the villain of Darth Vader, of course. Sure. And then, of course, you have, uh, it, in one of the final scenes where he's freezing the building, there was sort of a, looked like a little bit of a nod to the, the Death Star launch when they shoot the Death Star. And then, of course, uh, when he captures Batman in that building, he uh, he hangs Batman upside down, much like Luke did, or Luke was hung on Hoth by the Wampa. Yes. Uh, man, we are just so f- – if you're listening to this podcast, you know about everything that I just <laughs> said. So if not, don't pretend like this is too nerdy for you. But – that gets half a point for that because clearly they took they had some fun in saying, "Hey, we're going to cast Mark Hamill on this episode and we're going to give a couple of nods to Hoth and things that happened on Hoth 2." I and mean, I love Star Wars. Big Star Wars guy. So, and, absolutely. Uh, my favorite movie uh, is definitely Empire Strikes Back. So, good extra point for that. So, Liam, That brings us to our final scores, our doesn't final it? Our final scores. Yes. When we last left our final scores, they were 39 and 38 respectively. Liam, what is your final score? My final score... 40 out of 40. Unbelievable. My final score... 40 out of 40. My goodness. We did it. We did it, gang. The perfect episode. That's right. I can without a doubt say... This episode, if somebody wants to sit down and watch an episode and asks you they've never watched Batman the Animated Series before... I mean, we're only... 14 episodes into Batman the <laughs> animated series thus yeah. far, but this one hits number one thus far. It's the only perfect episode that we've had so Correct. far. Correct. And even with those little you know idiosyncrasies here or there with an animation defect here or there, or Mark Hamill kind of being out of place,
1: it, it's perfect. It's still perfect. And that's the word that comes to your mind when I think when this comes to my mind, it obviously comes to your mind when it comes up. And yes, you can nitpick little things, but it's just—it's
0: perfect. It's—I enjoyed it from the very beginning. Seriously, from the opening notes of that of the theme uh, to the, to the very end. Absolutely it's so enjoyable. By the way, you missed the cape movement in the final scene where Batman standing That's outside correct. freezes cell. So good.
1: Oh, man, so much cape movement. So much Hashtag cape movement.
0: There's so much cape movement you couldn't talk about it all. There's correct. so much couldn't remember all of it. All right. Uh, with that, Liam, I guess we will begin to wrap things up here. Uh, thank you for listening and this week. Liam, uh, thank, why don't we tell all of our listeners uh, where they can give us feedback about their thoughts on Heart of Ice?
1: Well, you can head to twitter.com, a free website.
0: That's right. No payment required.
1: Correct. Uh, head to DCAUReview. Uh, that's where you'll find us. I do most of the tweeting there, all of the tweeting, but that's you right. know.
0: Williams, the Twitter guru,
1: but that's true. That's what that's what they call me,
0: the DCAU Twitter guru. <laughs> <laughs> that's right.
1: But anyway, so you can head to at DCAU oh, review <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and tweet us any feedback you have. Episodes that you think we should review next. Obviously, we're doing Batman in order. This is our 14th yeah. Batman the Animated Series episode. We also did Mask of the Phantasm. We've done some Superman that we didn't actually do in order. Obviously, so if this happens to be the first episode you're listening to, definitely go back and check out our archives at dcaureview.com. Uh, you can also find us on iTunes and on the Google Podcast app as well. Uh, I'm going to turn it around this week and ask you ask Cal a question here. Uh, we do have a Facebook, Cal, uh-huh. but there's a reason we don't use it. What is it?
0: That is because it is run by a cold, heartless <laughs> dictator, much in the same way that Victor Freeze is cold mm. and heartless Yes, and emotionless. Actually, if you've ever watched uh, the guy that runs Facebook speak in front of Congress, you would know oh, he has man. no soul. Yeah. He is... He is he is absolutely cold and heartless. That, of course, being Mark Zuckerberg. I was
1: going to say he was an alien, but that would be an insult to, like, Martian Manhunter and, you know. Yeah, and Superman. Cool. And Superman, obviously. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Shira Hall, a.k.a. Yeah. Hawkgirl. Yeah, they're all aliens. They just. They're cool aliens. Um, yeah. Mark Zuckerberg, cold and heartless. Makes you pay if you want people to be able to, to find you and interact with you. So we refuse to give in to his his villainous demands and we will not (laughs) encourage villainous behavior so we will not pay mark zuckerberg so that you can find us you can seek us out to find us if you'd like to you're welcome to do so but more than likely it's going to be quite the journey for you to find us so just go to twitter okay just just talk to us on twitter yeah or you can leave a comment i believe there's
1: a comment section at uh, dcaureview.com so you you can can always leave us a comment directly that way But no matter what, uh, definitely not Facebook uh, as far as ways to to interact with us.
0: Absolutely. All right, Liam. With that, uh, I guess we shall wrap things up from here. Thank you guys for listening. I am Cal.
1: And I am Liam.
0: And we will talk to you on next week's episode. Bye-bye. Liam, there's no way there's going to be a better episode than this.
1: (laughs) Not a chance.